you put you can put a dog turd on a <laughs> butter toasted bun and it's still gonna taste no, good. No, I don't think you can. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Welcome to Cue the Mic. Way to hold it in there, Emma. <laughs> I'd have to call me out. I thought I was doing a good job. I saw you holding your breath, concentrating. It's fine. We're live now. You're, yeah. You're, the suspense is over. Episode mm-hmm. 21 is here. 21. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, we say that every week, though. Yeah. It's crazy we're we're getting this many in. Still in shock. It's crazy and we still have stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. But we always want more. We always say that at the end. Maybe we should say that at the beginning. Yeah. Maybe we're losing listeners. Actually, I don't know. I'm sure I could find that out. So what do we say at the the end? You always take the end, Mm -hmm. right? I'm always looking for content. Send us content. Yep. And then like, subscribe, follow us. Do all the things on all the platforms. Let us know how we're doing. We're everywhere. We are everywhere, except Facebook, surprisingly. We're not on Facebook? No. Why? I don't know. I just never made you... us a Facebook for Cue the Mic. <laughs> I, it just felt like a weird platform for us to be on, for uh, a podcast. So maybe okay. that's what we're doing wrong. Is what this way? is this streamed on X, formerly Twitter, or no? Not streamed on, no. I could, oh. but I, I I've I, seen a lot of people doing that lately. Yeah, it's kind of a newer thing, I think. Yeah, I it is. It it's about two weeks old, actually three weeks old, because I'm on Twitter a lot for in the crypto world. Yeah. Everything everything moves via Twitter, so every late breaking news. Comes via Twitter. You got to decipher through all the bullshit when it comes to Twitter, but um, but it is kind of. I have it narrowed down to the only thing I see is crypto, so I like that. It's just my place to go for crypto. There's no really, even though there's probably politics there. I don't see that. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really see is crypto. Yeah, I've been getting back into Twitter a little bit after I bashed it. It made a comeback. Yeah. So, yeah, but mine's all music, artists, and that's about it. It's music, it's artists, as, and baseball. It, it's sorry, Elon, but it's not as good as it used to be because not at all. When, when anything used to be happening, like the other night, we're sitting on the patio, and mm-hmm. there is like sirens going off like crazy. I mean, like twenty right after another. I'm like, something major's mm-hmm. going down out on Interstate 80. Oh. And I used to be able to go to Twitter and say, hey, uh, please scanner Des Moines, interstate, and all of a sudden, boom, I'd know about it. Yeah. yeah. No, nothing there. I mean, evidently they're not, the emergency stuff isn't there anymore. Hmm. So maybe my comment does stand, and I should really hold to it. Yeah, Twitter's just, not. it's not the same. It's a different platform than what it used to be. Oh. But. Yeah. Back when Anyways, it was not... back when it was back when anything that you posted was wrong. That's still true. 
Oh, but, boy. Yeah, but we're not talking about Twitter today. No, we're not we, talking about Twitter. What are we talking like, about? We are talking about um, kind of your your mindset, the uh, thinking like a customer. Thinking like a customer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the powwow yeah. we discussed last week, we got to sit down and brainstorm some episodes. Um, this one came up because uh, Darren is working on a new catering box. And I was really fascinated by how he even came up with it because I don't think people really function like that or are wired the way that you're wired fully. And the more we talked about it, the more I realized there's a whole episode right there. Yeah. And just um, why do you do that kind of stuff? Well, why? Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, without customers, we don't exist. That's true. Right? If yeah. nobody listens to our podcast, nope, that's a bad example. Because we could sit there and talk on a podcast and nobody could listen to it. And we would probably keep doing still it. do a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but without, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, our food business, if you don't have customers, you don't have anything. You don't have a business when it comes to the food business, yeah. when it comes to any business, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. So if the customer is required to survive then we probably should get inside their head, just like we tried to get inside your head last episode. Yeah, and age gap trying episode. to figure out what makes you tick. And, and, and quick, from a customer thing, side note. So last week, you know how we're talking about your generation. Um, what do you call yourself? The Gen Zs or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, the Gen Zs. Um, and I still don't know what I'm in, but that's okay. But aren't you? It's wouldn't you be a baby boomer? I don't know. I think you're I, a baby I've never boomer. really paid attention to putting myself a into a class, right? Yeah. So anyway, so I'm 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 at the I'm at the little cafe, the breakfast joint on Tuesday. And it's the only time that the TV is on. So once again, you know, I don't turn the TV on at home. I hate the TV. Well, where I sit in our corner table, I can look off in the distance and they're playing on the TV, right? Mm -hmm. They've got the TV on, the news on. I don't even know what they're doing. I hardly ever watch it. Mm -hmm. But I looked up. No, I wouldn't even look at that. I was I was talking to a customer. I, I was done eating breakfast, getting ready to leave. Saw a customer that I or saw somebody I knew. Went to the the, the little bar they were sitting at, and we started talking. And I looked up, and here's this flash about this union contract. And I'm not sure if it was General Motors or Ford or whatever, some auto union contract, right? Mm-hmm. Coming up, and they were they were threatening to strike. They were looking for a 48 percent pay increase but the the most important thing was they wanted to work 32 hours a week and get paid for 40 and i about fell off my chair because you said that i know well i said so do you think they but but as far as that contract it's just crazy so it was just like it was like whoa I thought that was just like my idea, but evidently not. No, 
Either I didn't think it was just your somebody. idea. It's not just my idea, but it's but, the way I. Th- yeah. I think it's. I think it's true. Yeah. Well. Right. Well, I think we could, it is. I think we could. I think we could fix it in payroll. I could just show you working thirty hours and pay you the same, even though you got to work forty. I'm going to show you working thirty hours on your paycheck, so it'll look like you work thirty hours. And I'll show it. Just it, it's just payroll. I think it's a little tricky with us, considering we even salaried don't, employees clock in and out. You don't. So I would know. At, you don't even look at your paycheck anyway. That's no. not true. I do. You look at your paycheck. You actually yeah. look at your paycheck stuff every so week. So you're you're one of very few that do because we've talked about you know because in our business you know we have tips and we mm-hmm. have incentive bonuses and whatever and when you add this all together somebody that maybe makes fourteen hour bucks an hour doesn't make fourteen bucks an hour they make twenty or twenty two bucks an hour mm-hmm. but they don't know that they make twenty two bucks an hour. You know, and when you're comparing mm-hmm. to McDonald's, they're like, well, I only make 14 here. I can make 15 at McDonald's. Well, no, you make 22 bucks an hour. Well, mm-hmm. that tip, tips don't count. Do you get tips at McDonald's? No. You know, so, so it's, well, because nobody wants to count them. They think it's what the, cust- what the company pays you. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll keep all the tips and I'll pay you 18 bucks an hour. Would, would you like that? Well, no. No. So that's what I'm constantly, that's probably a whole other podcast. Not just trying to get yeah, into no. yours, but trying to get it into employees. Write that down. We got to, we got to get into employees' minds. Okay. Employees' minds. Customers yeah. first, employees second. Got it. Right. Yeah. We're going to talk about the customer first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, customers, most important part of the business. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it many times. You can have the best food in the world. Mm-hmm. But Some if you don't say have a customer, do. if you don't have a customer, it doesn't matter. Big you facts. Know, I, I see businesses struggle all the time, you know, and, and it's just, I, I think it's their their value proposition, I'll call it. What does a customer, what does a restaurant or any other business have to offer their customer, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's a customer looking at when they come in the door, right? They're looking at first, is the place clean? Mm-hmm. They're looking at the prices. You know, they're not looking whether the food is good. They've probably, they've probably heard that's why they're there. You know, yeah. very few people, you know, they've either read a Coming review, blind. they've they've looked on Yelp, they looked on Google, they've done whatever of somebody that's commented positively about us. Right. Um but they're gonna they're gonna experience this restaurant. So first, is it an easy place to navigate or a little different there or an order at the counter joint mm-hmm. for a reason, which we've talked yep. about many times. Yeah. Um but that all plays in to the customer. And so when I look at people that are failing, a lot of times their value proposition is off, right? They're, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, bathrooms. People, yeah. it's, it's crazy how many people rate a place by the cleanliness of their bathrooms. Right. I think there's a rating site out on Facebook about 
the bathrooms. Honestly, I might be one of those people that thinks that matters a little bit. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't matter at all. Thinking it's about that. It's just being cognizant to yeah, fun, yeah, funny story. There's there's a gal on TikTok mm-hmm. that goes to all these fancy, really fancy places mm-hmm. to take a dump. And then records in the bathroom what she sees and what the toilet paper was. It's this whole TikTok channel. Honestly, and it's almost like genius. if if it scrolls past, you have to watch it. Right. You have to. It, it, it's just, but she's like Does in Macy's in New York City and she's in some yeah. fancy, I don't know. Just it, It's just crazy. Honestly. That would be, yeah. Yeah. That's all if you got, got to say if, about that? If yeah. I got if I got paid to do that, I'd do that. You think 100%. she's getting paid to do that? You think she's getting paid to do that? Well, if she has a big following, yeah. You get paid to do that. She's posting have, on the regular. So you, you're saying we can get paid for this stuff? Yeah, we have to monetize ourselves a little bit. But what, how, yeah, we can how get do paid. you do that? Oh, that's a whole I different don't, story. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how to monetize this? I, I've been reading a little bit more into it. Yeah, there's steps. We could be making money off this podcast. Really? But we'd have to have sponsors. Not necessarily. No? Have, not fully, no. I don't think so. I mean, we start making Again, money, I might even research. share this thing on my Facebook page. Thanks. <laughs> I do all this hard work. And you I, don't always even... for, I, I always forget. It's fine. I always forget. That's fine. But yeah. Um, so anyway, the customer, expectations yeah. of the customers. Yeah. You know, and I think customers, you know, they want to do business with companies that are easy to do business with. Yeah. Right? And I think sometimes we're really easy to do business with, and sometimes we're a little difficult to do business with. And that's... That's kind of where my focus is right now is where are we not easy to do business with mm-hmm. and and how do we make it easy? You know, I, I think okay. about I think about Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A went through their drive through. I don't know, Thursday night, Friday night. I don't know. Sherry's choice. Yep. We're out doing something and it's like 630 at night and I'm like. Yeah, too late to start a home project cooking, which is my preferred method of eating. Where do you want to go? And we kind of got it down to tasty tacos and Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, it's all yours. She goes, let's do Chick-fil-A. I said, okay. So, of course, Hmm. we pull into Chick-fil-A, line around the building. Yeah. Double, just like always. Mm -hmm. And I sit there and I just study this thing. And I'm like, why? You know, but then I th- then I found out why. You know, even though the line was long, the line wasn't moving. Somebody greeted me, like way far ahead. So they had two people out on tablets. Yeah. Nobody asked for a menu. Because mm-hmm. they knew the menu, even though they had a menu, they could have showed me, but I didn't want to take a menu. In th- I didn't want to slow down the line. So mm-hmm. I had this pressure to go, huh, just give me a spicy chicken sandwich, right? Yeah. And then you pull up through the drive-thru, 
And so there's two people. And then you get a guy that kind of confirms that next order going, hey, did you order this? Yep. You want your receipt? Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're paying via cash, you got to pay pay to that guy. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of puts everybody, it takes the double line, puts it into one, and then you go through and they hand you your sick and sandwich and everybody's just as happy as happy could be. Yeah. And I left there with, of course, I mean, I waited 15 minutes in line. It's a long time for you. It's a long time for me. And I was like, what am I? But once you're committed, you're committed there, man. They get you in line. It's not like you can just pull out a line. No. Right? Their design is perfect. Because once you're into it, you're into it. So I'm into it, and we're just shooting the shit. And there's some drunk kids next to us, and they're trying to crank up their music. I gave them the stink eye, and they kind of whatever. Okay, old man. (laughs) But anyway, they're just, it's a super great food experience. Now, I mean, I say food experience. The food was really good, too. Sherry said it was the best Chick-fil-A sandwich she's ever had. Oh, okay. She said Chick-fil-A. She said it it wasn't near, it wasn't half the sandwich that the ordinary chicken is. That's, But it was the best one of Chick-fil-A she'd ever have. So I'm studying this sandwich going, hey, how much, you know, what's this thing weigh? You know, find out. And the guys are taking, (laughs) funny. The guys are taking out the, this is the way I think. The guys are thinking, you know, they're taking out boxes to the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And I was going to throw it in park and run over and say, hey, let me see one of them chicken boxes. I want to see what size you're buying here. But really, all you had to you do didn't. was Google. I did. Yeah. I, I didn't throw it in park, but I did okay. Google it. They serve a three and a half ounce chicken breast. Five dollars. Five dollars, five and a quarter for a spicy chicken sandwich. Five dollars for a regular, and I think five bucks. Wow, ornery chicken. We're serving a six ounce sandwich, which is a six ounce breast, so mm-hmm. twice the size, just a little, a little under twice the size. Yeah, with an upgraded fry for nine yeah. bucks. And so it makes me think that do I need to switch the chicken sandwich out? Or do I need to get a different size of chicken sandwich, right? Do Mm -hmm. I need to get a smaller one? Because ours is huge. You eat our sandwich, you're going to need a nap. Yeah, ours is definitely food coma central. But but do we we make the sandwiches smaller and charge less? Or do we offer two sizes? Is that something that you could, like, test? in a sense, by, like, doing temporarily? Or do you just have to try one and just do, like, a fingers crossed kind of situation? Does that well, make I sense? Think we can, I think we can get about the same size sandwich. I think I'm not sure I can get three and a half ounce because I'm sure the market's already taken. I know I can get a four ounce. I, th- I talked about mm-hmm. getting a three ounce chicken sandwich right. and making making every single sandwich that we have, you know, we can cut, we make our own focaccia bread, we can cut it smaller. You know, we can, we can do, we serve it on a smaller bun. We can serve it on a smaller biscuit. So we can do a lot of things with a smaller sandwich that would probably, you know, the lunch crowd is our biggest opportunity, you know, and and Sherry's because they're easy to do business with it. And so Sherry was, you know, she was on me, on me, on me. She wants, she thinks that we should put a front counter at the ordinary chicken. 
where people can she come does. in and order. Yeah, yeah, she oh. does big time. She wants me to put a counter well, there I don't where. Think it's... Yeah, I think we'd I think we'd gain more business. I just watched two customers today try to come sit down, and when now, they they're saw not going to be was... able to sit down because well, we yeah, don't have a they tried, place but, for them to sit. But down. it's the greeting them, kind of explaining more, being like, "You can still order right here." It, you just can't eat it here instead of us not having that guidance. Like, we have the A-frame. We have all the signage. But it's still, like, the lack of human interaction where people are like, what the heck? Like, is you this place even you, real? You think, you think that's what's... You think it's what's missing? It's probably not missing from your... The Gen Zers. We're probably not missing it from the Gen Z because well, everything you do, do is online. I actually do think it's... I do see a lot of the college kids drive up during the day and then leave when they're like, oh, we can't just order right here. And I think it's when we say, hey, you have to order online. And then they're like, oh, I don't want to wait that long. Because to them, they like I feel like when you say, hey, you have to order it on this website and it'll be about 15 minutes, they think, oh, that's a long time. Instead of seeing it in like, in pers- it's actually the same amount of time if you walked in and ordered it. Like, they just don't comprehend that. And I don't know how okay. we get that message okay. across. But okay. I do think it that, could be beneficial. Well, and I think it would be beneficial. The The problem is, you know, if we're still hand-breading all those chicken sandwiches to order, mm-hmm. then, and, and maybe we can utilize some of the warming equipment and, and take, which would take our quality down maybe 10%. But maybe yeah. we're better off to take the quality down 10% to gain the advantage of all we got to do is build that sandwich and let's, you know, right. get a customized sandwich. You know, how do you... Or could you, you restructure know, how, how you it just a little bit so that the quality still maintains? It's just... Yeah, but I, I'm, a strong, I'm a strong believer got... that people aren't going to... People aren't going to walk... You, you don't want somebody walking in the door to place an order. Mm-hmm. And having to sit there for 15 minutes. Right. You don't want that. But that is that is how it is in most places. And no. I think we've had this discussion. Yeah, I think we've had this discussion before a little bit. But, like, I could do that at McDonald's. If they're just busy enough. Like, if we were busy, I walk into McDonald's and I order either on their kiosk or at the window. I'm still standing there for 10 to 15 minutes. Really? I just don't really, yeah. I just, you just don't, don't realize. You, don't, you just don't realize because, that maybe yeah. you're going to have to put TVs with, you know, put you TVs on. You don't have to put with... TVs. They, they got these things called their cell phones. I enter- that's, that's five TikToks, maybe six, and then boom. Okay, maybe a little bit more if they're one minute, but you know what I mean. Like, it's only a couple of TikToks, and then I'm out of there. It's a couple of finger scrolls on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I could watch 15 Instagram stories, and then you'd be like, hey, food's done. Okay, cool. I really hmm. don't think... I Yeah, I don't... I think when you really sit down and, like, test it out, it's not as long as people think it is. 15 minutes sounds a lot longer than it is in reality. Okay. Yeah, I see it from the staffing side. I mean, and I yeah. understand that. And maybe maybe sense. that's something we have to sure he's all over me. You know, I'm like, wouldn't yeah. it be easier just to find a different location with the drive-through? <laughs> Would it be? I doubt it. 
right, right. And, and maybe you know, I mean, I mean, we could do a. I suppose we got that middle room. We could do a hidden dining room. Health department can't find out about it, right? <laughs> Here, you want to eat? Eat in the back room. Here, eat in this office. Nobody <laughs> will know, right? Knock three times. We're not doing that, right? <laughs> yeah, like a weird speakeasy. But 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 overall, you know, customers want to do, and that's a good example of ours. You know, Amazon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super convenient, right? Oh, Everybody yeah. uses it. Super convenient. You know. And, Their and next day food. delivering is game changer. Oh well, I get I a lot of times same day because well, I'm like right next you, to the that's I'm right next to the warehouse. With the Amazon. Yeah, it's because <laughs> I mean, it's I your just, neighbor. You could just walk right. over there and say, "Hey, I have an order for Darren Worth." <laughs> why don't <laughs> they do? Like, why don't they do customer pickup? They why do. don't they do that? They do. They do. Yeah, you can. There's pickup. There's certain pickup locations that you can there's order. There's pickup locations, but I just yeah. want to go to the warehouse that's fresh and pick it up in an hour because their <laughs> so pickup location. I think the location, Grimes one actually might have. They one. Ac they actually have to deliver it to the pickup location. No, I just just throw it on the conveyor and throw it out here, and I want to. I'm going to come up and I want my shit now. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, it's not a bad idea, Jeff Bezos. If you're listening to this, we have your next business plan. Amazon, so, 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 so really it is about, it's about convenience. It's about customers yeah. want to do it. And fast food. I always said that about fast food. Mm -hmm. Why is fast food? Cause most of it's just junk, right? Why is it junk? Or, you know, why do we go in, like um, in like David walked in yesterday morning with a, with a come and go breakfast burrito, right? Oh, those are and, good. And, well, they're good, but he walks in and he goes, ah, this burrito's cold. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's cold. So he pops it in the fucking microwave and, and he goes to eat it. And I said, hey, that was cold. Okay. And this was six o'clock in the morning or six, it was 6.15 in the morning. And so I, I said, hey, I took the wrapper out of the trash and it said, this was created at 5.55 a.m. So he, at 5.55 a.m., he picked this up, right? And well, at, maybe by, not and, picked and it up. Six, Okay, but he but was, he, was he, would, he walked warmer. in the door, but he walked in the door at 610. It was made at 555. Yeah. So that means yeah. he bought it at 605. Right. Right? Yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Stone cold on the inside. That's stone cold. Crazy. And the first I've thing never... to me says, "Well, wait a second. Where's the health department when it comes to this? There's no way that was in order to serve that. It would have had to have been heated to 165 degrees and then held for 140." Yeah. Never the case with any fast food stuff. I mean, never the case with any convenience store stuff. Sorry, not fast food. But yeah. fast food used to be super consistent. Why'd you go to McDonald's? Because it was the same every time and your order was exactly what you ordered. Mm -hmm. The order is never right. Right. Ever. Right. So they've kind of lost that. But... The ornery chicken. Should we have a warming cabinet and just throw out chicken sandwiches and, and, and restock them so they're not there over an hour and just grab and go chicken sandwiches? Hey, they well, can just that, grab and go. Would that be wasteful? Well, if we didn't waste it, if we were replenishing them fresh. Right. But I'm saying, what if the ones that weren't, that sat there for an hour, would we, what would we do with those? Well, they're good for... They're really good in the convenience store world. They're good for two hours. So would so you just it could be, refry it? Could be wasteful. Like that's what it I... Could, 
Oh no, no, no. no. It could okay. be wasteful. You'd have to you'd have to throw it away or you know, what a lot mm-hmm. of what they do is they yeah, cool them I'm... down and, and donate them to the food pantry. Okay. Which um, isn't wasteful, but we're not m- making it, a profit. It but right. So it's that's, so it's an inventory issue, but but is that the market? Is the market hey the quick, hey, I just want to grab it, forget about the sides. You know, just grab me a sandwich and go. I mean, probably a little bit. Or is it, hey, you want to order a custom sandwich? Hey, it might take you 10 minutes, but this one's ready right now if you need it. You're in a hurry? Right here, mm-hmm. boom. Hot, hot case, done. Like Little Caesars? Hot well, and we, I mean, I mean, you, and you very, I mean, you very easily could just have a plain chicken sandwich there. You know, plain chicken sandwich with some different sauces on the side. And, hey, you want the plain chicken sandwich? Here it is. Boom. You want a custom-made fried fresh order? Going to be 10 minutes. I don't know. Something we got to keep thinking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is interesting. But consistency. So, so price. Okay. Mm-hmm. And price is one of those value proposition areas that drives me crazy because I, I'm a strong believer in, I'm not the lowest cost provider, but I'm on the bottom side of the average when it comes to that. And, yeah. you know, we always say make it up in volume and we're blessed to have volume. We're blessed to have a great, great location. That gives us lots of volume. We were, you know, very lucky to be on diners, drive-ins and dives and stuff that gave us a huge amount of volume, but it's still, you know, do you want to sell 10 sandwiches at $15 or do you want to sell 15 sandwiches at $10? I I mean, it's, it it really, how do you want to turn and burn, you know, and where's that Mm -hmm. value to the customer? And I think there's, I think so many people overshoot the price thing, you know, and I know how to food cost and we've done food costing and I look at it and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I went to, um, I went to this new breakfast joint up the street on Monday. Which one? Which one? The, the early bird. Oh, okay. Went to the early bird. Was it bird. good? Um, it was okay. Ambiance, okay. amazing. Okay. Um, I'm a corned beef hash snob. So I yeah. ordered the corned beef hash. Not executed very well. Um, okay. Thin slices of corned beef cut into strips. So like deli corned beef, like almost mm-hmm. Carl Buttig corned beef cut into strips. Hmm. Laid over the top of hash browns. Not mixed in, just laid over the top. Garnished with raw peppers and onions. Oh. Covered with hollandaise sauce. Ooh. Which which sounded interesting to me, but then ordered eggs over easy. They came out sunny side up. Actually, my <laughs> my yolk went off to the side of the plate. The whites are still sitting there all watery and runny, and the yolk fell off. Yikes. But So, so I'm eating this, and I'm like, it, it's fine, but I had to eat it like soup. When I got done, I, right. still had a bowl, I still had a bowl of soup. And I'm like, come on. Just right. it's it's hash. What's hash mean? Right. You take potatoes and you take meat and you take vegetables and you mix them together and you put them on a flat top and you fry them. Right? right. They did have yeah. a really they did have a really kick ass. Um, they called it like a breakfast tart, whatever, and it was mm-hmm. it came across on the menu like a pop tart. But what it was was they'd taken this like a little seven by seven pan and put phyllo dough in it. And okay. they had like buttered it and phyllo dough and buttered it. And then they put some like mm-hmm. blackberry jam in the middle. And then they did Ooh. more phyllo dough over the top. And then they baked yeah. it 
And so it was brown and flaky layers. And then Mm -hmm. they cut it on an angle and then they covered it with more blackberry jam and um, some sort of drizzle on the top. And it was super good. Sounds delicious. But by the time, you know, they're known for a brunch place. So every day I go up the street for breakfast and I get two sausage, two eggs, English muffin, $10.34 with a coffee. Right. $46 for sharing. Holy shit. Now, take it. The the breakfast tart was an extra $10. So, you know, I'm going to take it away and say $36. And she had chicken and a biscuit with sausage gravy onto the side of it with hash browns and stuff. So it, it, it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. Yeah. Sherry said everything was a little herby for us, and that's what you find with bougie places. They, she's not much into the herb flavor. She doesn't like all the mm-hmm. that stuff. But anyway, but there, will I go back? Mm, probably not. Um, yeah. Unless I was trying to, I'm not even sure I'm going back trying to impress somebody. I mean, the ambiance was cool as shit. Just little stuff on that. I mean, really cool ambiance. The the service was amazing. That's probably the reason I would go back. The service was amazing. Which I think is key. Uh, Which is key. Mm -hmm. Um, But the quality of food there kind of, mm, the price was kind of way on the Top side from a breakfast standpoint, um, the quality of food for what I and the price. I mean, they have to be making bank because I mean, oh yeah, you take simple stuff like they did. And I'm like, you didn't have two dollars in that dish that you just charged me eighteen dollars for. No, especially with the. I mean, it was a bigger portion, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was a bigger portion. It looked like on the plate, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was soup by the time I got yeah. done, so I wasn't. Impressed. Part of that was. Not being consistent, you know, if I wanted over easy yeah. eggs, give me over easy eggs. And and I'm not one. I'll be the last guy to send something back. I'll just eat it because I eat eggs, whatever. You want me to eat them raw? I'll yeah. eat them raw. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, don't eat them raw. Don't eat them raw. But, you know, it's just, it's the quality. It's, it's the consistency, but it's the price. Don't, don't price yourself out of the market. Right. Yeah. And, and so many people want to do that. They're like, well, I think I can you, get away with 20 bucks a plate. Do you think places well, like that do that because they're trying to like have like a high end kind of feel? It might be. You know, they might be trying to keep the riprap out. Yeah. Just trying to be right? like, yeah, for a specific kind of, I guess, occasion or something. You know what I mean? But like, it wasn't, but it wasn't that. The dining experience wasn't yeah, white linen, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But I feel like that's a thing that, like, modern-day coffee shops and stuff, like, some of them look really bougie, and they'll overprice the crap out of their coffees because it's a part of the experience and the ambiance and, like, the we are, quote-unquote, high-end when... In reality, it's one of the worst cups of coffee I've ever had. I just paid, you their know, co- yeah, $9 their, their co- for... Their coffee was good. I have no idea how much That's it cost. Good. It was part of my $46 bill. That's whatever. nice. But, I mean, the coffee, you know, the coffee like, was good just, quality coffee. But I'm just saying, like, do you think that some of the pricing, like the people that do the whole higher end, do it to, like, 
add to the experience to like make it feel like it's more of a I don't know if my my thought isn't coming across right I don't think but like yeah to no, make I understand. it more perceived, like a, perceived yeah. high end perceived yeah, high like end. fancy and 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 like add to the experience like oh I just had this really I went to this really fancy place and had this really nice cup of coffee when in reality I just went to a I just went to a coffee shop and had a cup of coffee. They you think just that's like maybe, you think, th- think that's our I'm, problem I'm with sad. OC? May, do you think we're not? People say, oh, that's too cheap. That's got to be a crappy chicken sandwich. Maybe I should raise the price $3. No, 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 no. I don't know. I'm just asking. Do you think? I don't know. It's just something. Because I, I went to, um. oh, shoot. I can't even pronounce it. It's on the corner of Locust and 10th. Um, Chiete. Chich. It's some. Oh, if I can't if you. I can't pronounce it, I'm not going. It's I can't even think of how to pronounce it or even how to spell it now. But it's it's a nicer restaurant, you know. Ambiance was like dim lights, linens. I was very underdressed, did not realize it was that fancy, and I spent twenty five dollars on a grilled chicken press, and that felt ridiculous. But really? I yeah. <laughs> $25 for a dried chicken breast and broccolini because I'm on a diet. So, And my bill, and then I bought, I mean, say that, but then I split a chocolate tort, which was delicious, with one of my friends. But anyway, I spent $40 and I didn't get it. I had water. I got the chicken breast and I split a dessert. And I was like, this I don't know if this was worth it. Now, my mom, she loves that place. I can't think of what it's called. Well, I can. I just don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't want to butcher it. But I feel like I paid for, like, the experience and not necessarily for the what? food. What? what? I'm, now you got me on 10th and Locust. You're not talking think, about Chentril. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am talking about Chentril. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send a message to George Fomaro saying your no, chicken breast is dry and overpriced. Sorry, don't do that. I didn't know you knew him. I wouldn't have said anything. I just, I... no, it, it, it's, it, but it's been there, but it's been there forever and ever and, and ever, right? Right. And my mom loves that place, and she's like, I don't feel bad that you paid that much. I love that place. She's like, it's all part of the experience. And I was like, but it was a chicken breast for twenty five dollars. Right. When there was, and, uh, let's let's see. I could I could look up or. A chicken breast probably cost a buck and a quarter. Yeah. Your broccolini was a little expensive. It probably was more than the chicken breast. But so there's probably $4, $5 all in on that. So Mm -hmm. I'm pricing that as a big meal like that, big serving. I'm, I'm not even close to 15 bucks. Okay. I'm probably... You order that catered in your home from us, it's probably twelve ninety five. Yeah, okay. Because I was sitting there, and it was one of the first times that I was like, wow, I this screwed. is extremely overpriced. Well, that's like, usually what happens with fancy places to me. I know, and I I just, I, I'm, I was surprised. I started to develop a Darren brain, and I was like, this is not that expensive. This should not cost this much at all. Because if you think well, about it, but yeah. 
I, yeah, and I was like, and I had the, I had probably the most basic meal. I was, and I didn't get like a cocktail like all my other friends. I was like, good God, your guys' bills are probably outrageous. Yeah, you guys want to go drinking after this? My God, what are you, yeah, what are you go down to the high life and get three dollar crappy beers, yeah. right? Yeah, we went to Tipsy Crow, had like four dollar cocktails. Mm. But soon to not be a place. But yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, because you it was yeah. Jail. So I was just yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I it's was just, just one it's of those just things. quality. If you're gonna do that, yeah. And, and how would you and, have thought if that chicken breast if, was the best chicken breast you ever? Eaten? I don't know. I because I've had. I hate to toot on. I've had some of the best chicken breasts I've ever had just right next door. For, I mean, I get a discount, but not very yeah, much so, money. So I'm like, right. th- I just. And I don't know if I was paying for the experience or like the whole, yeah. And so and that's why that sometimes, worth? right? I, yeah. I mean, to me, I don't know if it was quite that much because I was cold. But it, makes me think: should we have black? I just was waiter, curious. Should we have black waiter service at the Ornery Chicken? If you pull up and honk, somebody will come running oh. <laughs> to place your order. Car so side. like the so like kind of like the Chick Fil A thing. The old well, yeah. Um, I'll come place your order curbside. I'll deliver it to your car, so mm-hmm. you don't have to pick up your phone and push the same buttons that I'm pushing on my tablet. Right. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I got us way off topic with that. I apologize. No, no, you don't because it's do all. Think, ab- it, but it's all yeah, about quality was, of food. We talk about and price. Cust- I feel like that plays a part in the whole customer experience and like thinking like a customer. There's no way you're thinking like this is affordable and perfect for the customer. I was just like, this is crazy. Right, and that's or, one like, of those I things know, that you probably don't. I want to know how you think this is. Like, is it because right. of the experience? Is it because of the ambiance well, and just? I'm, I'm guessing you know, if I'm George tomorrow. I'm guessing mm-hmm. if I'm George tomorrow. I'm thinking. First, why didn't my cook execute the chicken breast? But it, but if I'm because he's a me. really great he's a really great cook. He has a really good restaurant empire. I'll call it. I mean, I, I, he's just done I mean, amazing just, things. I didn't but mean, it, I mean. It's a bad just, day. It's a bad hey. Yeah, you know whatever. I think that's all it was. But but I think people the sauce was amazing. Ninety nine percent of the people aren't going to come to Centro, mm-hmm. which is an Italian place. And they're chicken. gonna they're they're gonna get pots pasta. They're gonna get home hand tossed pizza or whatever. Aren't gonna Which, order a chicken breast and whatever. And I found right. that when I was trying to eat healthy on the road, and it's just it's important because it's twice as expensive to eat healthy than it is just to eat shit. Yeah, it is. Right. Yeah. And, and, oh, and, yeah. And that's and that's kind of the other part of this whole value proposition to the customer. You know, so we talked mm-hmm. about we got prices. And yeah. we got the quality of the food. Okay, so to yeah. me, don't don't overprice and make sure your quality is very consistent. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. the greatest thing in the world. It's just yeah. got to be consistent every single time. Are you going to yeah. go back to Centro and order a chicken breast? No. No, right? because hopefully I won't be on a diet next time and I can enjoy real food. Right. But, yes. but, it, but the service, I'm assuming, was great enough that you would go back because yeah. of the service. Right? Yeah. So, so you can make mistakes there. But, you know, the other thing that is a constant challenge with us is feeding so many different 
age groups. And I know we talk yeah. a lot about age, right? Yeah. And, we did a whole and so you, <laughs> yeah, but you got, you know, it's you got our factor. comfort food. Well, yeah. right. So, so like our comfort food menu. So mm -hmm. those that know or don't know, we serve like a lasagna on Monday. We serve on Wednesday. We do a hot beef, hot roast beef, mashed potatoes and gravy corn, uh, mm -hmm. uh, ham balls on Sunday. Just, I mean, there are huge portions. Yeah. Huge portions uh, of food, enough for two. But the old people line up when we open to get that, right? Yeah. The older generation, that they, they, they yeah. just, they love that comfort food because our serving is big. Our mm -hmm. margins aren't the greatest on it, but our servings are big, but it attracts mm -hmm. them in. And so you got that age group, okay? And then you've got the, you got the kids you got to deal with, okay? Mm -hmm. That just doesn't want a chicken nugget. So you either got to give them a kid rib or a mini barbecue sandwich or chicken fingers or whatever, right. something. And then you have this, I call it the young guys. They want, it's not guys necessarily. Mm -hmm. They want that super unhealthy meal, right? They want the yeah. barbecue mac and cheese on top of barbecue with everything or our farm boy, which is, you know, two slices of ripe bread with a tenderloin Unhealthy. with five pounds of French fries and gravy and just blah, you know, there's, yeah. I mean, it's just, there's no way you're finishing it, but Hurts it's my just, stomach I want to eat, I want to eat like crap. So much food. Right. Yeah. Never even had one myself. I, right. I, I haven't either. Just looking at them when I take when I used to be a food runner, just looking at them was enough yeah. for me. Just smelling it. But then, like, That's a lot. You know, so so we're trying to balance that versus, hey, now, you know, we've really tried to put a push on salads because, you know, we got the we got mom that wants to eat yeah. healthy. Well, yeah, and a lot of those. And yeah, the, a lot of the, you know, young guys, the unhealthy young guys are with the health nut women mom. that are. Yeah. Or moms. Right. Girlfriends, whatever. Just. Yeah. Yeah, just, exactly. You know, so we have these. We care perceived healthy salads right you know a chef salad yeah. that weighs four pounds with this and or a chicken and our dressings are just yeah dressings are all made from scratch made from heavy duty mayonnaise and yeah. <laughs> i don't eat our salads just, just not good you know but then yeah. but then we've got that adventurous gen zer I call mm -hmm. that they yeah. want the spicy food. Yeah. They want the, I'll call it almost risque. They want it. They want the mm -hmm. experimental food, right? They want yeah. something turned upside down. They want it to be wacky. Yeah. Something they haven't necessarily had somewhere else. Right. To you an know, extent. Sometimes I feel like we should be, have, we have a friend down in, in Austin, Texas has a barbecue restaurant. They used to take the, La Tapatio ramen mm -hmm. soup that you can buy at Walmart for $2 for a container. Yeah. And they would make that soup, but then they'd cut an egg, they'd put a slice of brisket in there, they'd put some bean sprout, whatever that you wouldn't in mm -hmm. a normal pho or pho or whatever mm -hmm. um, that would do that. So you're taking that yeah. type of thing. So it's like, okay, how do I keep that? And then you got the... You don't really have to worry about the vegans too much when you have barbecue in your name. No. 
um, just because they're probably not going to come asking. Right now, we run into that a mm-hmm. little bit with catering because you're catering to an office and yeah, somebody's vegan. So we're you know we're throwing out a black bean burger or something. We're not doing that normally. Yeah. We used to do that on our menu, but we just didn't sell a lot of them because I think the word barbecue and in, in name kind of scares them away. Yeah. But then Which this whole is okay. Gluten free. Yeah. Thing, which is in this whole, what do you call that? Uh, the gluten-free allergens, allergen, whatever. I mean, it's just becoming more and more and more prevalent to these, a lot mean? of these people. I'm like, why are you even eating out? If you are oh. that allergic to something or telling me that you're that allergic to something, why are you doing that? The, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that variety, I think, along with quality and price, having the variety. And it's not like you have to have this huge menu, right? Mm -hmm. You just got to think about everybody that you're serving. Now, if you're just going to be in a college county and serve college kids, then try and find the cheapest cut of chicken you're going to, because they want as cheap a meal as they possibly can. And maybe that's what we mm-hmm. need. Maybe that's where we're missing at the ordinary chicken, even though, I mean, our meal for 9 or $10 is great value. But if they yeah. go up the street and get half or a third of the food for 5 bucks, maybe, maybe we should be serving them half the food for 5 bucks or 6 bucks. If that's what they're after. Right. So that's, that's, I think yeah. that's the, that's the challenge of all of it. The The other thing we haven't talked about is service, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And service can solve a lot of issues, right? Mm-hmm. I call service, I, I wrote down a note here. I said service <laughs> is like a butter toasted bun. <laughs> I didn't read that the first time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And and this is one time I actually prepared because I've been up since two o'clock this morning, but um, service is like a butter toasted bun. You put, you can put a dog turd on a (laughs) butter toasted bun and it's still going to taste good. No, I don't think you can. Well, okay. You can put one step above a dog turd, but the the fact of the matter is if you want to serve something that you're not sure is great, butter toast the bun. Yeah, it just it, it just gives you this level of, and it's not healthiness, but it gives you this no. level of, it just raises the flavor level of anything, right? Oh, yeah. And that's why we do it. That's why we've done it for years. That somebody once told me he goes, yeah, put a piece of dog shit on a butter toasted bun, tastes good. Oh, butter toasting buns, just in case we miss it on the meat, in case the brisket's too dry or whatever, put it on butter toasted bun. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the uh, that's the takeaway services, but and I think speed of service has become super important. Oh yeah, yeah. Like with your that's, that's our success, right? That's yeah. our you know our, we talked about in the last podcast about the you know being able to drive five minutes, wait in line for five minutes, get your food within five minutes, eat ten minutes, and then drive back. And I think that just becomes more and more and more important. And, yeah. and that's kind of what we have to think about. You know, even at the ordinary chicken, I think, you know, we're talking about, can we be faster? Can we be faster? And if we can be faster, how do we pump it out? Yeah. And that, because 
you know, it, it's one of those things is you've got to bring that all together. Right. And so you've mm-hmm. got to, you kind of got to bring your A game. Yeah. And sometimes you're not, sometimes, sometimes you're going to have an employee that's going to walk in and have a bad day. And if you don't perceive that right away, if they're having a bad day, you might as well just say, Hey, why don't you go home or sit, let's go behind the counter and you do something not seen by the customer. Because if they perceive to the customer that they're having a bad day, then you're going to make the customer having a bad day and nobody wants to have a bad day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other, the, the final one that I think that, and there's probably 10 more, but it's just cleanliness. Right. And so. Which, yeah, we kind of talked about at the beginning. Yeah. uh, It's just, we talked about the bathrooms or whatever, but, and we were horrible in the front. Okay. Not, not in the front, not from a cleanliness inside the restaurant, but outside the restaurant, it was just overgrown. It looked like shit. There was weeds, whatever. And we, we really went to great strengths to just tear all this bedding out that they required to have and just replace it and spend a lot of money trying to make it look good and look inviting in a clean place, you know? So, Mm -hmm. so if you're not getting customers, something's wrong in this value proposition. Okay. And just looking at it, thinking of it like a customer, they're going to pull in the parking lot. If it looks like crap or doesn't look Mm -hmm. inviting, probably not going to come in. And that's part of the problem. Like the ornery chicken, it's not a very inviting place because we have signs on the door that says, do not open this door. Right. Yeah. Like, please don't come in. But that's also, what please I, order from us. And that's what I love about these podcasts, because you start looking at your own business. Yeah, it's a good brainstorm. And you start thinking, hmm, maybe we ought to make that front area nice and nice mm-hmm. and clean and painted great and with a couple of seats for somebody to sit around. It was... Maybe we would get like six recliners in there. Make it comfortable. I'll record the podcast from a recliner. Actually, well, I have one of the nicest chairs in the company. I probably don't need okay. a recliner. I don't, ha- I don't have a but, chair, so I ain't got time to sit. But is he sitting right now? Uh, but just, I mean, to sum it yeah. up, think like the customer. Think like the customer. Think for, from a price Think yeah. from a quality of food it, it, and quality food can be what you're serving or the batches you're making. We're on, we're on a mm-hmm. big push right now. You know, it used to be in the old days, we used to make food and, and the shelf life of potato salad seven good for seven days. Why wouldn't you make a seven day batch? Well, because it doesn't taste very good on the seventh day or the sixth day or the fifth day. You know, right. so so we're trying to really lower our batches and speed it up where we're making those batches every single day, right? Is it a little mm. more work? Yes, but it shows in the quality and yeah. our dressings and all that stuff. And, you know, we're one of those places that we make so much from scratch that nobody does anymore that, yeah. you know, we don't have all those preservatives and stuff that give it a 30-day shelf life. So we're, you know, trying to keep it fresh. That's our That's our number one thing we're working on. And looking at the customer and how do we make it better for them and how do we, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's service, whether it's price, whether it's quality food, whether it's cleanliness, you just yeah. got to think like the customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Okay. Think like the customer. Think yeah. like the customer. Okay. Okay. Uh, 55 yeah. minutes. 
I was a little worried. I kind of threw us into that pretty early. Didn't yeah. have a lot of pre-banter. Wasn't sure how this was going to go. But I think we we kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent there. But, but we brought, brought it back. back. Yep. We brought it and back. So I think it was good. If you're having trouble with your business, go look at Amazon. Go yeah. look at Chick-fil-A. Convenience, right. efficiency. Go look, go look at convenience. Look at the quality of the food. It's not the best chicken sandwich in the world, but it's good enough to serve, right? Right. And sorry, sorry, George. I Don't worry. It was just a bad day for a cook, and Emma's, just... a food, Emma's a food snob, so she's used to a deep fried chicken breast instead of a grilled one. I don't even eat deep fried chicken anymore. I think next time I, I see think... him, I'll, next time no, I see don't. him, I'm gonna. Don't. Next time I, I want. Next time I, I see don't him, know I'll, if hand, you... I'll hand him a. He's a big Smokey D's fan, right? So okay. So so that makes me a big Chentro and a big George fan. So so um, sorry, I did not know that. <laughs> I would not have said anything. I'm gonna For hand those him of you just listening and not I'm gonna, watching, I'm, I'm gonna my whole face is red. I'm so embarrassed. Next time I see him, I'm gonna hand him a thermometer. Don't and say, do that. Hey, George. No, I won't. I'm not a food connoisseur. I just, it's just, it's fine. Yeah, well, I still ate all of it. Here's my plug. Go to Centro. Just don't order a damn chicken breast. You're at an Italian restaurant. (laughs) I just, I'm on a diet. I know, I know, I know you are. It's unfortunate. Looking good. I mean, the sauce on it was amazing. Until next time. Yeah, until next time. Uh, Like, follow, subscribe. We kind of said that all at the beginning, but if you're still here, like, follow, subscribe at Q the Mic Podcast on everything I believe we're close to. Some things we might just be at Q the Mic. I can't remember which ones are which. Um, That's good. That's good to be definitive. Maybe for next time, we're going to go ahead. Go go to our link tree. Yeah, that's a good. I do have one of those. Go to our link tree on Instagram. Just remember Q Q the Mic. Q U-E-T-H-E-M-I-C. Q the mic. Google it. You'll get us there. I don't know. Don't don't go to Darren's Facebook page because he doesn't share it, but I might. It's in... I might. Actually, don't go to my Instagram. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, follow, subscribe. Do all the things. Leave comments. Send content ideas. We have a couple kind of pre-planned, but we could always use more ideas. Um. In our link tree, there is an episode suggestion button. Please hit that. Fill out that form. Let us know what you guys want to hear. And leave comments. We love reading them. Or respond to em- some. Emma likes reading them. Yep, yeah, I do. Um, okay. Yeah, anyway. You're, you're going to go over an hour mm-hmm. if you don't shut up now. Okay. Until next week. That was episode 21 of Cue the Mic. See you We're guys. Out. See ya.